Hello. Ahoy. Welcome to episode five of Bottom of the Stream. Yeah, five or 5.5. I'm, I'm confused because this is the second time we've ever to record this. So if we're usually on our vessel mothership heading down the stream, what what is this? The lifeboat? Because we're yeah. in a different venue as well, aren't we? Yeah, we're in... We're, we're a bit of a mess this week. We Basically, we recorded this episode before we've lost the recordings and we're going to have to do it again. Uh, because of that, we're in a different location. We're actually at Nick's house. And so if you hear some cats in the background, that might be that. Um, but we'll try and get through it. We should be all right. Should be fine. Yeah, so um, I think it was bound to happen at, yeah. eventually. Or at some stage, technology was going to play a part. Yeah, I think it? it happens to all the best podcasts. So that's, And ours. And ours, yeah. And some of the worst ones, apparently. But uh, we'll get through it. We'll see how we go. This obviously is going to sound familiar to us, but you've never heard it before, so it's fine. Exactly. Be fine. What's what's the worst that can happen? So we're talking about Little Evil. Little Evil came out of the randomizer last week. What is Little Evil, Nick? So, uh, Little Evil is a film from 2017, Yep. Uh, directed by Eli Craig. Who is Eli Craig? So, we were big fans of his first film, yes. which was Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. One of the funniest films I've ever seen, I think. I think that's yeah, if, you, if you've not been and watched that, then absolutely go and check it out. Yeah, definitely. It's really good, it's really funny, and it's a bit creepy as well. Yeah. So, that's basically about... It turns the whole stereotype on its head, doesn't it? So, it's about two hillbillies yeah hick rednecks who are trying to it at first it looks like they're bumping off all these stupid college teenagers who yeah. are out for spring break or whatever turns out all the way through they're they're actually trying to help them help them and every but death is an accident yeah it's <laughs> killing them it's off. absolutely brilliant I mean, it, unfortunately it's just been removed from netflix oh. <laughs> like a couple of weeks ago it was removed from netflix but if you if you have a way of finding it go out there and find it because it is it's it's fucking brilliant. Well, that was his first film. So this yeah. is his, this is his second film, Little Evil, and I had no idea this was his second film before we no randomly. Uh, it's one of those this happy coincidences from the list. So yeah, so Little Evil. Um, what's the premise? Premise is a guy called Gary, who's played by Adam Scott, moves in with his new wife, played by Evangeline Lilly, and her step and her son, his now stepson who is called Lucas, played by Owen Atlas, who is also potentially the Antichrist. Yeah, so it's very much got a sort of Omen vibe to it, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a parody of all those 80s horror kid. I, t- I think it's more of a homage than a Yeah, yeah not a parody. Parody is probably the wrong word. It's it's not a... We're not in sort of scary movie hot no, shots. definitely not. It's airplane territory. Yeah, I think a homage, yeah. A love letter to them, probably. So, uh, yeah, Evangeline Lilly's character is called Sam. Yep. Uh, and as you say, Gary's the stepdad coming into this family Yeah, he doesn't, doesn't seem to have... He has obviously met the child before, but he has no relationship with him before the wedding. No. So this pulls a bit of a fast one at the start, doesn't it? So yeah. you go straight in with this sort of culmination of a, of a series of events that we, we, we sort of then learn the lead up to. And Lucas has essentially buried... <laughs> Gary, his stepdad alive. Yeah, he's buried him alive in the garden. It starts off with Evangeline Lily running out of the house on the phone, clearly to Gary, who is buried in the garden and digging him up. She sort of 
uncovers him, busts him out of the coffin, and he just yells, I want a divorce. Yeah, let me cut to title and one year earlier. One year earlier. Or one week earlier. Yeah, sorry, yeah, one week. And yeah, we go from there. So, Gary is a, in Britain, we would say, estate agent. Realtor. Realtor. He's a realtor. 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 (laughs) (laughs) If you're a fan of the. Santa Clarita diet. Which, incidentally, you very much should be a fan of the Santa Clarita diet. Yeah, top of the stream, though. It's not Do you think? Fair. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not... I'd never heard of it before until okay. you told me to watch it. I would say it's one of those... I feel like it's top of the stream. Just because you watch it. <laughs> well, either way, it's a TV show anyway, but watch it. It's really funny. So, yes, Guy, Guy is a realtor. And yes. he is... He sees... as they're getting, He's getting ready for work, and uh, on the TV in the background is a padre father yes. a reverend a priest <laughs> however you want whatever title you want to give him um, on the news saying that he believes the world's going to end um, imminently or in, a, in a few weeks yeah he and seems then, to be like a one of these celebrity vicars yeah he's just hit the news yeah, played by Clancy Brown from Lost from Lust. also from Lost as well as Evangeline Lilly yeah. is also in Lust well Clancy Brown's been in literally, literally. hundreds yeah hundreds of things Short Shot Redemption yeah he's a lot of voice over yeah. work as well I've written down here that he was the creepy celebrity vicar from Lost. Okay. That's how I've described him. And it's sort of referenced in this conversation that something bad happened at Gary and Sam's yeah, you, wedding. you don't find out at this point, but it, it's definitely implied that they don't want to remember their wedding day. It's yeah. something something seriously bad happened by the sounds of it. So Gary goes to work. Yep. Uh, he, he's, he goes to show someone around this. He's got an, an old nunnery to yes. sell, hasn't he? Nunnery? Nunnery. That's yeah. a good word. I like it. It is no, you're, you're looking at me like that might not I, it didn't sound right when you said it but it is definitely right and it's a fun word to say so I'm going to say it nunnery said it again and lo and behold who comes to have a look at it Clancy Brown yeah and uh, he wants to buy it straight away yes so they kind of shake hands on a on a deal and then Gary gets a phone call and he has to go to Lucas's school yes why does he have to go to Lucas's school there's been a little trouble at the school is the message he gets okay um, turns out a little trouble means that his teacher's killed herself by jumping out of the classroom window and landing on a spiky fence and she she did that because Lucas told her to go to hell yes which again another, in another sort of omen homage because there's a grisly, uh, grisly death in the omen yeah. which is uh, very much being impaled on a, yeah. on a spike so Gary goes to the school meeting there's the, the head teachers there yeah. and the like school psychologist and they start asking him a few questions they find out that he's a st- he's the stepdad so he's trying to build this relationship with Lucas and then they end up sending him to stepdad group therapy <laughs> in an absolute masterclass of comedy writing stepdad group therapy is a brilliant brilliant idea yeah yeah it's all about that stepdad life and there's some familiar faces in stepdad therapy yes so you've got um, Turk Turk from, from Scrubs. Scrubs yeah um, and I really like this this scene so I'm not going to sit and sort of ruin some of the cause like, some of the lines because I think they were some of the best lines yeah. but this the sort of um, back and forward between the stepdads and and uh, it's really funny I, you know there is a bit I will we'll just sort of point out when, when Gary says well, you know, I think I think my kid might be the Antichrist, and the, the rest of them just sort of nod knowingly. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, we all kids think for that. you. 
Um, but yeah, r- really funny. Yeah, it was really funny. And then you've got, it kind of cuts from there to Lucas's birthday party. Yes. Where the stepdads also come along. Yeah, all the stepdads are there with their respective so stepchildren, including the person he works with, his, his colleague. Yeah, so who's, I'll say it right now, I think she was my favourite character. By far. So, absolutely brilliant. So explain. So character, the character is Al. Yeah. And she is a stepdad. Yeah. Because she is a lesbian. She's in a lesbian She's a butch marriage. lesbian, yes. And she, it's just a fantastic character. Yeah, she's played by Bridget Everett. Yeah, who thinks it's a, a sort of... Comedy. Co- yeah, stand-up. Stand-up comic, but... It's it's um she's great she's got she's some perfect. great lines it's it's the best it's the highlight of this film and they're sort of Gary and um, Owl's buddy comedy yes it's, it's just buddy brilliant. comedy duo but it's it's fun that bit that relationship between those two is brilliant so so they're at this birthday party out in the field in a park somewhere there's a lot of people there and a lot of kids there and a clown there what happens to the clown well Lucas gives them. The death glare. Yeah, you you cut to a scene of Lucas not enjoying himself with the other kids and just staring at the clown. The clown happens to be sort of juggling. Yeah. And then he's juggling flaming batons. Yeah. And then he's on fire. That suddenly catches fire because Lucas is watching him. And <laughs> he gets carted out on an ambulance. Yeah. And and he sort of grabs Gary on the way past and says, your kid is the devil. <laughs> yeah. He he clocked what had, what had gone on, but it was absolutely brilliant. And there's there's loads of references all the way through this, like uh, through the whole film. But there was um, there's a point here where two identical twins suddenly pop up. Yeah, and they're sort of watching from the party, so they're obviously a reference in The Shining. Yeah, they're even dressed the same <laughs> as the two girls on The Shining. And one of the other stepdads comes along and says, "Right, go on, time to go." Yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah. this is it's just brilliant. So funny. Gary, during while this is all happening, Gary keeps getting telephone calls from their wedding videographer trying to get hold of him. Yeah, so Gary's been putting him off because he doesn't want to see the footage of the wedding. Whatever it was that happened at the wedding. Yeah, even though we really do want to see it. Um, So he eventually does give in and he goes to meet the uh, videographer. Yes. Played by Tyler Labine. Who was. Dale in Tucker vs. Dale Tucker vs. Dale vs. Evil freeway match <laughs> triple threat Tucker and Dale vs. Evil so he shows him the, the footage of the wedding video where firstly you see a priest talking backwards about projecting a child when yes. he played forward so yeah, talking in tongues talking in tongues but it turns out he's talking backwards um, then suddenly a tornado hits the wedding and there's an absolutely fantastic scene where I think is it Gary's uncle appears on screen yeah. and then just gets carried away by this tornado yeah. and Gary just goes well I didn't even know he was there yeah. <laughs> but nobody obviously not missed him since it's, uh, it made me howl that there's it always so someone like the wedding yeah how uh, did they get invited <laughs> then Lucas is just standing in the middle of this tornado completely unaffected by it which confirms everybody's suspicions I think that he actually might be the Antichrist so as well as that the wedding videographer that's really difficult to say also sort of <laughs> says he's been doing some research and that he's found Three previous, yeah, step. I don't know if it's stepdads, as in they were married, or three previous. It's. I think he says every person your wife's ever dated yeah. is now dead, yeah. except for Gabriel Winthorpe, who is still alive, but is not in a good way. Yeah, we'll we'll see him in a minute. So Gary, kind of, this is, I really like this scene as well. So Gary, um, that's probably Evangeline Lilly's best fit in this film. So Evangeline Lilly is fantastic. Yes, yeah, she, she, she plays it. She straight plays laced. it beautifully and, she's, and innocent. Yeah, and innocent and 
protective of everything that Lucas does. So this next scene where Gary goes back and, and he's sort of saying to her, I, I seriously think the child might be the Antichrist. <laughs> I know. I've seen this footage from the from the wedding. And then she tells him how uh, Lucas was conceived. <laughs> and it was basically... As if it's like completely normal yeah, as well. It's like Basically in some strange cult... Ceremony. Ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> She but describes she it in vivid detail, it. but she completely deadpans and it. It's and really funny. She really shows off her comedy prowess in this because it's not something you see from her very often. And, and just after she said that, she told him this story as they're in bed. Lucas comes in and gets in between. Yeah. <laughs> There's a beautiful scene where Gary's just lying there and Lucas is lying looking at him and they're both just staring at each other. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's so funny. Uh, Adam Scott's great in this film. Is, yeah. Right. Everybody's great in this film. Yeah. The, the, even the kid who plays Lucas is brilliant in it. So um, the next morning, Gary and Al go to uh, go to check out this surviving ex-boyfriend. Yes, Gabriel Winfall. Um, and they find him in a monastery. So they've been to a nunnery. Yeah. Now going to a monastery. Yeah. He's down in the basement, self-flagellating. Flagellating himself. <laughs> I love that word as well. It's another great word. Flagellating himself. And sort of he, chanting he, over and over that Lucas is the Antichrist. Yeah, he's a little bit like um, Paul Bettany's character in The Da Vinci Code. He's constant self-harm and... Yeah, he does reveal the fact that Lucas is in fact the Antichrist, and that they need to find Gozamel, the demon hunter, the demon hunter, in Bethlehem. In Bethlehem, <laughs> which they obviously dismiss completely because they they can't afford to go to Bethlehem until they saw they see news footage in a they're in a bar just after this. Yeah, sort of trying to drown their sorrows next, and trying yeah. to decide what to do. And they see some news footage of a end of the world cult kind of pillaging a shop because yeah. they think the end of the world's coming. Yeah, so are they followers of? The followers oh, of yes, Reverend Gospel. Is that, is that, that was his name, which is uh, not very imaginative for a vicar's name, but that was his name. Um, yeah, so the, his followers have decided the world's going to end, so they're looting basically, and they see this footage on the news, and they, they happen to be looting in a town called Bethlehem, which is not very far from where they live. Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, so they decide to go there because they believe they will find those around. And they do. And they do, in the shop. In the same shop that was being looted in the newsroom. So they must have travelled there very quickly. Very quickly. Or it wasn't very far away. Considering they'd not heard of it. Yeah. A minor. A, a minor plot point. Plot point but hey-ho. So um, Gozmar doesn't want to come with them initially because he doesn't believe their story. Yeah. Until Gary happens to mention that even though he's already had his birthday party, yeah. Lucas is about to have his actual birthday. Yeah, but he's about to turn six. On the 6th. Of June. Yes. So six on the six of the six. At which point goes and sort of stumps him in his tracks yeah, completely. Comes around, straight comes away. around to it because the sixth of June is also the day the world is due to end. So this child's going to be six on that day. Six, 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 two and two together. Six, 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 six. six. Um, so they get in their um, truck. Is it yeah. A truck? Yeah, I think it's a truck. Truck slash van. Truck slash motorhome, maybe. Um, goes and reveals that he wants to kill the kid. He's got a holy knife. He's got a holy knife. Which is passed down to him by his own father. Yeah. Who's presumably also a demon hunter. Yes. Uh, Gary's not really on board with him. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. He, he wasn't bargaining on... He doesn't want to kill his own stepson. No. But conveniently, there's suddenly a, they're in a car wreck and Gozumel is killed. Well, he's thrown through the... Thrown through the window. Because he doesn't believe in seatbelts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they exist. The, the world, he yeah. He, he doesn't believe in wearing them. Because the world's going to end anyway, why does he need to wear a seatbelt? 
and then he finds out the reason why he needs to wear a seatbelt quite quickly. Shot out like a javelin into a cornfield. Yes, another reference. Another horror film reference. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a creepy bit of a creepy scene when they're searching for him through the cornfield. Yeah. Anyway, Gary makes it home, doesn't he? Eventually, yeah. He, finally, he gets home and Lucas is sitting on a swing outside in the garden. In the mist. In, in the, the middle dark. of the night, in the mist. And then isn't all of a sudden, he just vanished. And he, he goes inside and Sam is there with her best friend. Yeah. Who's a real cowbag. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> horrible piece of work. And um, someone from the Child Protection Services. Yeah. Who is played in a great cameo by Sally Field. Sally Field, who was the mum in Forrest Gump. Yeah. And Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. Again, absolute legend. And she was also Aunt May in two of the Spider-Man films. Yeah, she was. Got a good fact. I do want a good fact. So give me a good fact. Eli Craig, the director. Yes. Cast do you know why he cast Sally Field? I don't. Because well, I'm lying, I do, because we've already recorded this, <laughs> but I'm gonna act and pretend I don't. Okay, do your best acting. I don't so, know why he's <laughs> He, he casts Sally Field yeah. because she's his mum. Oh, right, okay. That's brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> did, I, did I do that well? Yeah, yeah. That, no, that is quite an interesting fact. That, yeah, Sally, Eli Craig is Sally Field's son. So I, I don't know if she took a pay cut or she uh, maybe she did it on the mate's rates. She took a haircut? What an <laughs> awful haircut she has in this film. I didn't even recognise it. I think it's probably a wee, but who knows? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I'm hoping it was. But It's not that method. She's she plays a really horrible. Yeah, she is horrible. She's trying to get the child off them. Yeah, so the three of them very much gang up on Gary, don't they? Yeah, because he's late to the meeting. He knew yeah. the meeting was going to happen. You're not trying hard enough. You you need to make more of an effort. Yeah, you know. To build he's still this got a bit of cornfield in his hair, yeah. which I found quite funny. They basically say, "Oh, come on, go and tuck him in." He's, yeah, he's, he's in bed. And he's in bed. He says, "No, he's not. He's out. He's out it's there not. on the swing. <laughs> it's really creepy." They, they don't believe him. Um, so Gary goes upstairs. And suddenly all the lights go out. Did he did he find a torch? I think he found yes. a torch. Yeah, he did. Um he's absolutely terrified at this point because he's he now knows that this child is the Antichrist. Um he goes into Lucas's room and it's a bit of a mess. Yeah, it's been it's been ransacked. The word rapture's written backwards on the wall. Yeah. Um then this fucking freaky sock puppet appears that's a goat well, yeah we've not mentioned that before but no, it's, it's about his second or third appearance isn't it yeah. so again in a sort of nod to The Shining and yeah. um, Red Rum yeah. from, from The Shining uh, Lucas has got this quite freakish goat <laughs> sock puppet which, yeah, which he talks he, which he, he doesn't talk himself no. at all really in this film but he talks through the sock puppet which has got a horrible voice and is terrifying looking and scares the living bejeebus out of Gary yeah he sort of Legs it to the bathroom, doesn't he? Yeah. And sort of slips. Slips, bangs his head on the bath. And he's out. And he's out cold, knocks himself out cold. And this is where Lucas, through some sheer show of strength... He's the Antichrist. <laughs> manages to drag him downstairs and then... Mm-hmm. Um, bury him in the back garden. Bury him in the back garden. So we're back to back the beginning to the of the film now. So you, you see it all play out again. Does it, I, I just... The, the bit I... Which really summed up what I liked about this film for me. So when um, Sam first gets the phone call from Gary to say he's he's buried alive in the garden, she first runs upstairs. Yeah. Into the room which has clearly been ransacked. Doesn't bother. That doesn't bother at all. Yeah. She looks up at the ceiling, sees this rapture written backwards on the on the ceiling, yeah. and she just goes, "Oh, so artistic." <laughs> She's she's not having any of it. She's this kid can do no wrong in her eyes. Yeah, as as I says, that brings you back to the yeah. You see it all play out again. He, she she digs him up and he shouts he wants a divorce. 
And then it starts raining blood on Gary. Oh yeah, it does start just on Gary. Yeah. It starts raining blood on him. It's, it's fucking brilliant. It's so funny. So they yeah, they kind of <laughs> split apart. Yeah, they yeah. break up at that point. Yeah. They he's asked for a divorce, that's kind of Gary goes and has a chat with Al at yeah. Al's kids baseball game. And you sort of start to see that Al has had a bit of a breakthrough with his stepson. Yes. So their relationship has actually improved loads, and he's he, he's been Al has been given a baseball, yeah, because they're at a baseball game from his stepson, and it says best dad ever on it, yeah, and it, and it makes Gary start to think, oh, have I done enough? Yeah, maybe I, I should have more? tried harder with the Antichrist, and <laughs> befriended him more, and so he decides he's going to take Sam some flowers and try and make up for him. Yeah, give it one last give go. Give it one last go. Yes, which he does. He succeeds, and he may have an ulterior motive. We'll he, come to that. Yeah, he might have. So he decides he wants to spend the day alone with Lucas, take him out for the day, see if he can uh, have this breakthrough. So he takes it to a water park? Yeah. So we've got a water park montage. <laughs> a brilliant them, water park Of them like bonding. Yeah. It, it, it is really funny. It's it, played for laughs. It is played for laughs. And Lucas actually laughs at one point as well, which is the first humanising of his character in the whole film. They have ice cream. Yeah. Get a photo taken. Yeah. I thought, actually, this didn't happen, but I thought, I remember thinking when this was happening, because they got a lady to take their photo that like she'd take it and he wouldn't be in it I thought exactly the same thing (laughs) but that didn't happen whoa there's a cat on the table (laughs) cat's gone so Lucas kind of says coming towards the end of the day I love you Gary yeah they have the breakthrough moment but Gary at this point has already made his decision yeah so they're at the top of a big slide yeah he's decided he wants to kill him yeah he's going to try and kill Lucas in an accident yes inverted commas I'm doing there you can't see that so so they're at the top of the big slide. Yeah, the biggest slide in the park. And Lucas decides he wants to go down. Yep. And so Gary says, fine, we'll go down. You need to put your armbands on. Yeah. He's filled them with sand. Yeah, of course he has. He's not blowing them up. Somehow he's filled them with sand. And he's sort of still having that sort of internal... He the... he's, so he's put the armbands on and yeah. he's having that internal debate. Oh, do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? In the meantime, Lucas just goes. Yeah, Lucas just dives down the slide. Uh, at which point Gary sort of goes onto his knees doesn't he and he's like yeah. give me a sign what yeah. should I do and there is a sign there is a sign There's quite literally there is a sign there's two planes in the sky that are sign writing or sign written the word love yeah so Gary, Gary decides that that's the sign he needed yeah and he's gonna so he dives down the slide and rescues Lucas at the bottom yeah so he fishes Lucas Lucas out is flo- floating at the bottom <laughs> I'm losing it he's sunk to the bottom of the pool Bottom of the stream. Bottom of the stream. Oh, it's not stream, that's cool. Um, yeah, so he's sunk to the bottom and Gary gets down there and rescues him. The sock puppet doesn't survive. No. The sock so puppet, does. you see that sinking off to the bottom off camera. Yeah, that is gone. That is the end of the sock puppet, which was called... Leroy. Leroy. I was going to say Pepe, but that was that's not right. <laughs> okay. Maybe the French dubbed version. <laughs> oh, that's the one I watched. <laughs> okay. As in French. Awful. <laughs> I was going to say a French word, but I couldn't even think of one. <laughs> yeah, so they then have a chat, don't they? Have a bit of a heart. Yeah, they, are, they go. Do they get more ice cream? They go. Yeah, they get for ice cream. Yeah. And Lucas says that he likes Gary better than he likes his real dad. Yeah. And Gary says, "Who's your real dad? Do you still see your real dad?" Yeah. And Lucas said, "Yeah, he talks talks to me all the time, or he talks through my toys. Yeah, talks <laughs> through the TV or the TV." So there's there's another reference earlier where you just see Lucas oh, yeah, sat in front of the static TV, which yeah. is very poltergeist. Yeah. And uh, this sort of loving moment is 
they have, really? they have, yeah, they have a sweet moment where they just both decide they don't want to kill each other yeah. anymore. They both decide they both want to love. Yeah. And this is rudely interrupted by yeah. um, Lucas being taken away in a van by Sally Field and some goons. Some, yeah, she turns up with her goons. Yeah. She becomes the, the bad guy in this film. But yeah, so he gets a. Does he get a message on his phone saying there's a warrant out for him or something like that? I think so. Yeah, yeah and so she turns up to take the child away. The police turn up at the same time and arrest Gary. And meanwhile, our very reverend gospel yeah. turns up and abducts Sam. Yes, that all happens at the same time. Because they are looking for the dagger. Yes. That Gozamore had. Yes. Because it suddenly becomes apparent they want to sacrifice Lucas to open the hell portal yeah. to bring the devil yeah, bring, to earth basically bring the apocalypse and yeah herald the apocalypse on the 6th of the 6th yeah, so Gary escapes from the back of the police car yeah while the police are not looking because some guy helps him out yeah so this is a creepy guy isn't he yeah, he pops up a few times yeah, in the just film just for like a jump it. scare yeah and it turns out he's just a nice nice tramp. Ma- nice tramp <laughs> and he decides he wants to uh, so he, he lets Gary out of the car anyway and Gary legs it there's a plague, plague of locusts at this point as well doesn't really come to anything but it happens so he goes to see Al yeah it works go to your friends in the time of need the stepdads gather team stepdad turns up stepdad life and <laughs> it turns out Al's got a monster truck got a freaking monster truck in the garage so piling the monster truck they all get in the monster truck they're going on going to rescue Lucas and Sam yeah until they get stopped by a police blockade alright well did you notice so just for all that go on they got in the monster truck and um they turned on the CB player or whatever, and uh, of course, because Al's a complete macho stepdad, he's listening to Rush. <laughs> so I didn't notice that. And last week we re- we reviewed. I think we're alone now. Yeah. And Dell Peter Dinklage's character, when he's driving around being human Wally, he's listening to Rush. <laughs> oh really? So that's two, two two Rush references in two films. Nice. Chances of that are, but you know. Slap the base. They <laughs> so go they, on the. They pull up to this police blockade. Yeah. Try and they realise they might be screwed. Yeah. And then they remember that they're in a monster truck. Yeah. And they could just drive over a police blockade, which is exactly what they do. And they get to the nunnery, which makes a comeback from the first film. First film, first scene. Yeah, and they can't get in. They can't get in because it's locked. Uh, it's a, yeah, two huge ass doors. doors. Wooden doors. And, and until Gary hel- quite hilariously remembers he's the estate agent and he can just open the door <laughs> with the. Key. key from the lockbox because he's the key master yes because that's what Gozumel said they needed <laughs> a Ghostbusters reference they get in the door and yep. there is Sally Field on sort of I didn't tweak that that was Sally Field straight away <laughs> well she's got a robe on she's got a robe she? and a mask on because and... they've all gone into sort of culty yeah. robe wearing duties yeah. yeah so Gary punches her in the Just face punches her clean in the face brilliant Eli Craig must have loved directing that scene. Yeah, get his mum. <laughs> his mum punched in the face. She she goes flying. Then so she gets back up in, in yeah. a jump scare. So he two yeah. by fours are in the face. <laughs> it was brilliant. And that's the end of her. Yeah. Um, they burst through to the sort of main chamber of the nunnery. Yeah. And Lucas is tied to a tablet, stone tablet. Yeah. And he's about to sac- be sacrificed. Sam's also tied up. She's tied to the wall. Yeah next to where all the crowd is and there's a brilliant scene where they all reveal themselves to some by lifting their masks and yeah. they find masks and robes and disguise yeah. themselves and they all reveal themselves like oh it's us it's brilliant. just as Reverend Gospel's about to bring the dagger down yeah they're, they're slightly too late yeah. they didn't quite make it in time but yeah. 
um, Al, hands Gary the best dad ever baseball. Yeah. So Gary's got one shot. So he... he Line shot straight up the middle. Yeah. He reels back and he, uh, yeah, throws the baseball. Straight Cap. into the face of... Reverend Gospel. Reverend Gospel. Man down. <laughs> Hell door kind of opens or half opens anyway. Yeah. Because I presume the devil is extremely pissed off. Yeah, because he, he wanted to come through, it. obviously. He tries to drag Lucas down. Yeah. Gary tries to lecture the crowd at one point before he realises that Lucas is levitating behind him. Yeah. Which I thought was quite funny. He was like, what are you doing, you Satanists? Why? And, and it, it ends up with sort of Gary and Lucas both hanging over the yeah, portal Lucas, to hell. Lucas falls in and Gary tries to save him and then they're like both hanging over the hell portal. Then flames shoot up around them. They both drop. That you believe that they're gone, but they both come back. Yeah, both climb over. The both edge. climb over the edge. There's a one final sort of jump scare, isn't there? Yeah, where the Reverend Gospel Reverend... pops back up. Yeah, just and... as they're all celebrating that they've all survived this. Yeah, and Sam just one bombs him straight in the face, straight into the hell portal. And that's the end of him. That's the end of him, and almost the end of the film. Yeah. So there's a final scene that's obviously set a little bit later on, where Lucas and Gary are doing a soapbox derby. And they, they'd referenced it earlier in the film that they wanted that Gary wanted to do this soapbox derby, and so they do, and they speed off and presumably win the race, and that is the end of Little, Little Evil. Evil. This was great. It was fucking brilliant. I, I had so much fun watching this. Definitely, it, it felt like a proper film. It's, I don't understand why it's not higher up the stream than it should be. It's only got 5.7 on IMDb. This this was so far ahead of anything else. We've Definitely. This this goes, as, as our stream table stands, we have a new number one as far yeah. as I'm concerned. And it's quite quite a way above uh, yeah. any of this. Bait, <laughs> bait is currently sitting at number one. I think this is head and shoulders above Bait. Or it says on a Friday night. And yeah. it was just perfect. Yeah, it's sort of film for yeah, it. it's, After it's, a week at work. Just, just sit and enjoy it fun. just yeah have funny. fun with it it's, it's, it is funny and that's the main thing that I wanted from it that it needed to be funny and it was it wasn't like stupid gross out humour it was it's a really funny film it made me laugh out loud more than once good script well really, really, yeah, really, really like the references so you know obviously The Omen The Shining The Shining Poltergeist yeah. Children of the Corn the only one we probably haven't mentioned is um, there was a lot taken from Shaun of the Dead as well yeah and definitely as again as like a homage so a lot of those fast jump cuts yeah, what, things where Gary's like opening a bag of chips and yeah. a can of beer and it's really got that's that Edgar Wright Edgar Wright became famous for those sort of quick jump cuts and yeah. they do a couple of them yeah it was great I loved it I've I, Adam Scott was great. Um, I say uh, the lady who played Al Bridget Everett, she yeah. was fantastic. Evangeline Lilly is unbelievably good in this. Yeah, I, mean, I love her anyway. I mean, I mean, me and you are both huge Lost fans, but since then she's not really. She has done stuff, but nothing. Loads stuff. Yeah, but she's, nothing that's really grabbed me. She's Marvel. She's she, yeah, she's the Wasp in the Marvel films. I suppose, like a bit. But, Hobbit yeah, films, I, the films I, are not great. I didn't watch them. Well, I think I saw the first one. I, I really enjoyed her in this. I thought she was she was brilliant. Everybody's brilliant in it. And some really good cameos. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely go. Definitely go, go and watch it. it it's going to go straight at number one on the stream table. You you can find the stream table on the website. Yeah, enjoy it. Go and watch it. Yes, highly recommend it. Definitely. So, shall we? 
reveal what we obviously we've already picked next week's film because we've recorded this podcast before. So I'm not going to insult anybody's intelligence by pretending to pick it again. <laughs> Fine, that's but, sensible. So what came out of the bag when we did record the first time was a film called Sierra Burgess is a Loser. Yes. Which is a rom-com? Yeah, a teen rom-com. Teen rom-com, which is, so. puts us way out of our comfort zone, I think. I think you'll agree. Unless Are you into teen rom-coms? So I, what I would say is that I'm far more likely to watch one... A, any day than you, yeah, you would be. You live because... with a woman. Yeah. <laughs> you live with three girls. Yeah, that's but, true. Um, but it's it's definitely well out of my comfort zone. It's it, not a, it's not a sort of film I would normally watch. But well, I was going to say I'm it's not something it. I'd necessarily pick out to watch. But then I, I don't know if anything we've watched so far I would have necessarily picked. Possibly out. this. I think. Yeah. I think I probably would have picked lately. I would have definitely watched Bait at some point. Yeah. Just because of my love for shark films, but. I'm I'm prepared to for this podcast. I'm prepared to watch anything. And yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it's about. That's what it's all about. It's not just horror films or comedy films or yeah. things. There's it, a bit of everything in that bag, and we'll go from there. So yeah, so, yeah. Sierra Burgess is a loser. So. Sorry, Shannon Purser. Yes. So have a look. Check have it a out. look. Check it out. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at bots underscore podcast. Same on Instagram at bots underscore podcast. Facebook dot com slash bottom of the stream. Uh, bottom of the stream dot is the website and bottom of the stream at gmail.com is the email address all off the top of my head <laughs> none of that's written down times. i'm well in the zone tonight yeah follow us on all the social medias feedback what you thought of this film feedback what you thought of any of the other films and we'll start reading them out on the podcast um until next week we will see you soon cheers bye